Tout le monde il veut seulement la thune Et seulement ça, ça les fait bander Tout le monde il veut seulement la fame Et seulement ça, ça les fait bouger Bouger leur cul le temps d'un verre Photo sur Insta c'est obligé Sinon au fond à quoi ça sert Si c'est même pas pour leur montrer Et puis à quoi bon Now I saw, so Don V just sent me these images that, if you remember back to podcast number two, I believe it was, um, or was it two? It was two or three, but our old buddy JPR, aka John Rizzo, sent us an Everglades Skunk Ape Research Field Guide, um, and it looks like it has some interesting information here. Uh, well... I would say that while you know while while this uh, little booklet does contain some interesting lore to the skunk ape, I would say that the the more curious thing to me is the fact that JPR has this information. Well, dude, he did. He said that he was a real life cryptid, and just from the look of this book. Uh, it looks like he might have even drawn it himself. I know he's somewhat of an <laughs> I know he's somewhat of an amateur artist, right? Whoa, that's just Twitter. insulting. No, no. I mean, this is a compliment to him in my book. Because you think this is a compliment? Oh, dude, looking at these images, uh, they look very detailed. They look yeah, incredibly um, descriptive. Dude. And okay. I, th from just looking at it, I would be convinced that he actually was able to see the skunk ape and just upon memory was able to draw a couple little sketches of it and you can see wow. he really captures the everglades too hmm well story goes that i was you know just chilling online in discord one day and out of the blue i get this notification saying i have some info and i'm like who could possibly have info that i need and I look up, and I see JPR's icon, and I'm like, what the hell is this guy doing? Messaging me at 2 in the morning. And he immediately sends these, I, I guess, photos of this little pamphlet-like book that he has open. He, this is in his possession somehow. I don't know how he acquired this skunk ape research guide. But it's got all the skunk ape facts and trivia inside of it. And yeah. it, it, it even has illustrations. It does look... I mean... It, it's suspiciously... I mean, we're somewhat of cryptid enthusiasts. And even we didn't really... You know, what was going on in some parts of this pamphlet. I will say this. I, I just... <laughs> Looked up a little bit on this author, this Dave Sheely, and apparently he has some skunk ape footage, and he spent a lot of time in the Everglades, in Florida. Really? Yeah. Um, a joke. He's a self-proclaimed Jane Goodall of skunk apes. All right. <laughs> so self-proclaimed. No, no way. Oh, that's what there's it says. No fucking... Where? Where at? Where at? Uh, this website, Skunk Ape Fact vs. Fiction, about Florida's answer to Bigfoot. Um, so I can link it to you if you want. Yes, link that, please. But, yeah, this skunk ape, dude, this dude. The um, self-proclaimed Jane Goodall. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll be honest, I'm pretty surprised that someone would self-proclaim themselves as such. But, um, very interesting as uh, couldn't possibly be human, a low, deep grunting, and a stench that something was rotting. So classic skunk ape, um, classic skunk ape characteristics here. And you can even see the research headquarters. <laughs> uh, they've got a big research. skunk ape little statue out there. So that's just Bigfoot. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. It doesn't look like skunk ape. <laughs> it looks like Bigfoot. Um, but maybe they couldn't 
commissioned one, so they just ordered like a Bigfoot statue or something. Yeah, that's probably it. Skunk Ape seems like a low-key uh, cryptid. Yeah, kind of more low-key, I think. Um, it's not doing too much, but one thing I thought was interesting is that... Um, so, in this pamphlet, it talks about how the Skunk Ape has been known to take shelter among the cypress trees. Which, oh, if, shit. if you remember, these trees, we talked about these trees in the first podcast, and they made an appearance in the cryptid bracket. Uh, this, two, this tree that's older than Christianity. <laughs> so now we have, there's layers to this. There's multiple layers to this cryptid wormhole that we're going down. I'm not sure if I like it either. It is a little uncanny. It seems like what we first embarked on as a joke, we're slowly finding <laughs> more and more and maybe a little too much about. Sooner um, or later, the men in black are going to show up at our houses knocking on our doors like the Jehovah's Witnesses. <laughs> yeah, like Jehovah's Witness, bro. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So, um, that's another thing. And one other detail I have to add. I don't, you know, um, I don't know a lot about the skunk ape, but one thing is I, next week, I am going to be headed to Florida. Really? For the zero-G flight test. Oh, fuck. Um, and so I might have an opportunity to do a little bit of on-the-scene correspondence, keep my you, eye out. You, you've got to. Yeah, for the skunk ape. So uh, when that time comes around, I'll be sure to tell everyone on the podcast if I saw any signs of the skunk ape in Florida. But there's tons of other creatures, yeah. strange beings that could possibly be around in Florida that you never know. Just the people in Florida, Florida are cryptids themselves really. oh they're yeah they're like mini skunk apes themselves <laughs> so very interesting i think i think this development that jpr the real life cryptid self-proclaimed as well by the way real life cryptid why does he call um, himself the real life cryptid i don't know because cryptids <laughs> are real life so he must not have that much information as he claims but uh <laughs> whatever might be the case he, he claims to be the real-life cryptid. Um, and it might be real-life because we know him in real life, maybe. Um, yeah, so, maybe. And you know what? JPR is really into that Pokemon. Those Pokemans. And, what do you mean? Oh, okay, yeah. And those are kind of cryptids of, the, of their own, too. If you think about it. <laughs> There's very well-established cryptids in that universe. So, hey, man, maybe, maybe he is a real-life cryptid. Maybe... We just have do you to know? Be... Do you know where you're going in Florida, by chance? Um, so not in the swamps. I'll tell you that it's not going to be too close to swampland. It's going to be in, I believe, the area is. No, I don't. I, I don't remember off the top of my head. Um, mm -hmm. I, but uh, I think it's going to be. It is going to be by the coast, but it's not going to be by the swamps, unfortunately. So. I'll still keep my eye out because you never know when he could wander a little bit into town, but yeah. Very strange. I do want to uh, point out the actual artist of this book, Kelly Chesser. Oh, yeah? Apparently, it's it's like after the, the author. But also, uh, apparently these there's seven to nine skunk apes that live in the Florida Everglades. Oh, wow. So they're reproducing. Somehow. Um, somehow. I, that would be a sight to behold, really. I think, at least. <laughs> um, just seeing those guys and girls go at it. Um, or whatever they are. Yeah. Um, I think it'd be cool. I think it'd, it'd be neat. And it, you know and what? It'd be neat to have JPR as a guest on the next Cryptid Bracket. I didn't even think about that, but you could be a good... I mean, to have a real-life uh, Cryptid... We got to. Yeah, talking about cryptids, I mean, self-proclaimed, and he could be in the bracket because we know that he's a, you know, a self-proclaimed cryptid. So, yeah, we could have him him in there. We could have a couple other guys in there, but I mean, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. And um, now, I do want to say before we uh, move on to the next topic that during. This is like straight out of the booklet. Uh, during the months of March through May, 
Now, I know we're past that already, but there's no information about, like, July. Mm-hmm. But July's right after May, pretty much. That's, that is true, honestly. <laughs> I mean, but during, during the months of March through May, skunk apes uh, frequent... They, they frequent wading bird nesting areas. So oh, if wow. you're around those things, you know, keep your eyes open. Very interesting. And that's interesting because wading bird nesting areas, you can see those pretty clearly. Um, so it's interesting that he's he's trying to... It's almost like he's just the normal person. Yeah, like he's just trying to live life and he's just going about his days. It does say on the ninth page of this booklet that the skunk apes, uh, they he's stepping behind a tree to avoid being seen by a passing airboat. And it looks like he's, you know, he's... he's not really hiding. Yeah, he's, he's not really hiding at all. He looks like he's more observing just from the shade. Uh, so maybe it's pretty he, hot in Florida, dude. Yeah, it does get pretty hot in Florida. So, you know, maybe he's... Just he's chilling out in the shade. Yeah, he could just be that old, you know, he could just be a regular dude that's just trying to live <laughs> out there. All right. Uh, well, moving on, did you actually want to have anything? Did you actually have anything that you wanted to talk about this episode? Well, there was. So first, we should address the religion podcast that we were going to do with Alex. Yeah. And, yeah. You, and you had mentioned Jehovah's Witness before, but unfortunately, Alex, I think then this is just what I heard. So, okay. uh, take it as you will. But I heard Alex recently converted to uh, Druidism, and then a couple of Jehovah's Witness guys came knocking on his door, and then it was made Al- of wood. Apparently, it was his door was made of wood. He didn't take too kindly of. I think it was an old birch uh, that he really connected <laughs> with. Um, and gosh, man, I mean, Alex, you know how he gets. He gets so aggressive. I mean, half the time he's out there punching Mizuki in the middle of the street. I had to stop him a couple times just because oh, yeah. it, was, it was getting too out of hand. But one <laughs> thing led to another, and they got scrapping up. But it was about 10 of these Jehovah's I mean, it was like two Jehovah's Witness at the door. But once they got to scrapping, eight more came out of other out of other people's <laughs> doors. You know, they so <laughs> they came they came uh, from down the street. Oh yeah, they came from down the street. They came from a couple blocks over, kind of like. Um, there's things from a quiet place where if you, they hear any noise, they start flocking over. Except instead of noise, it's just doors knocking. Jehovah's um, Witnesses are like uh, they're like bees, and when they they sting you, they release this pheromone that just yeah. attracts more. The attack pheromone, yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, it could be that. But Alex, I mean, yeah, he's he, down for the count. Currently, he got messed up, and and they apparently they just. He was he was beating the two of them, but when ten More people came. yeah when ten people start knocking on you, just knock knock knock. Your bones can only take so much, and I think he was, might be in. I, I think he's recovering though, from what I've what I've heard. Um, it was ine- it was inevitable. Yeah, but the thing is, he might have a lot more to add to the podcast because of that. And uh, uh, next- uh, well, we we're gonna be postponing the the religion bracket so that he can uh, so that he has time to recover. Yeah, so definitely, so he has time to recover, and we wish him the best in his recovery. Yes. Um, yeah, poor guy, man. And he already has enough to deal with. Mm-hmm. Um, but speaking of Je- these Jehovah's Witness, I was talking with a couple French guys on the Fourth of July. We went out to for drinks, no. and we went we went out to eat somewhere. We always up. You know, uh, whenever we do these podcasts, there's always like recur- re- reoccurring themes. And those happen to be cryptids, uh, uh, Jehovah's Witnesses, <laughs> and French people. Hey, man, well, I've got a couple French people out here, boy. And what they <laughs> told me, we, we had talked about a bunch of French-type stuff. But what he told me is that we were, we were talking about um, how there's a high concentration of Mormons in, in Utah. And then he... He straight up said, and I don't make this up because it was a huge coincidence, and he was like, well, good thing it's not, and then he looked at his other buddy who also speaks French because he, he didn't know the word, and he's like, the people who knock, 
And I was like, oh, what? That sounds terrifying. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, what? <laughs> that sounds like a horror movie. Dude, the people who knock, yeah, dude. And I was like, dude, you don't mean Jehovah's Witness. And, and then once I said Jehovah, he was like, yes, yes, yes. Uh, and he meant Jehovah's <laughs> Witness. So apparently, uh, they're much more powerful than we anticipated because they have global influence, even in France. <laughs> even in France, they're out there knocking, knocking, knocking out people's doors. Um, that should so, be a fucking horror movie title, The People Who Knock. Yeah, that should be. And the, they come and you can't once they knock on your door it's like you're helpless and that you can't do anything about it um <laughs> they're like they, vampires they're like asking for yeah asking into for your permission house. except they're asking to convert you and the thing is he actually engaged a little bit with them very minimal he was just trying to be nice and he said uh yeah i'm kind of more of a scientist so i'm not too big into religion but he's like thanks i'll see you later and then, um, which is a good, you know, it's a good reason, right? Um, yeah, it's a common guess, yeah. reason these days for people. But uh, what they it did It wasn't, is, it wasn't a bad, it wasn't an insulting reply or response. No, he just wanted to get them to be... Get the fuck out of there. Yeah, just in a respectful manner. But you know what? They came back. Um, the same oh. guys. They came back with a pamphlet on why... No. Uh, religion. They, they, they're very... Um, what's the word? They're very, uh, they're very, I don't know if dogmatic is the right word, maybe more, um, tenacious. They're very tenacious because they came back with a different pamphlet all about how you can still be into Jehovah's Witness and science or whatever. And he was like, yeah. what the, like, what in the <laughs> hell? Like they came back, they made a new pamphlet for him. And then they dropped it off at his place, and they tried to keep talking to him. So very, um, they're so very bizarre. They're so versatile. Oh, dude, they're they're basically like the the cockroaches. Oh, oh, I would say the chameleons of the religion kingdom, because if you think about it, they're blended in everywhere. They can adapt to all sorts of situations, or maybe. More like the woodpecker. <laughs> the woodpecker. <laughs> because they're over there, you know, knocking on people's doors. So more like the woodpecker. Uh, but still, very versatile people. Very interesting. We have, we have shit on the <laughs> Oh, dude, no, 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 no. And this is all out of... Um, this is... I wouldn't say it's out of love, but it's more out of... Uh, maybe, maybe curiosity, right? We're all just kind of trying to figure out what they're what they're all about. So no disrespect. Dude, you better hope that the Jehovah's Witnesses over in Utah do not find this podcast. <laughs> oh, dude, if they find this podcast, RIP to my door, dude. My door is about to be destroyed. My la- I mean, the landlord is going to have to get a new door. Um, I have to get a steel door, like in Minecraft, or like an iron door. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, so I just thought... Have, I ever, in- have I ever told you about my uh, experience with, Je- Je- with the Jehovah's Witnesses? <laughs> I think you did, but I don't remember it, so you should uh, you should go ahead and say it again. I might remember it as you tell it, but I do remember you telling me a long time ago about something like that. Well, when I was growing up, my uh, I lived with my grandparents, and my grandfather is very like devout Christian. You know, <laughs> he like follows the Bible very mm-hmm. closely and so whenever the jehovah's witnesses came it was like a like an event because he would be out there debating the jehovah's witnesses <laughs> oh, on wow. the back porch just like fending them off from his door <laughs> like a like a crusade of spiritual sorts <laughs> yeah but uh once my mom moved once i moved in with my mom i had these like i'm still living across from my grandparents at this point and uh one time my mom went out to work and shortly after they the jehovah's witnesses people came and they, you know, they, they <laughs> it's like they came it's it, it makes it it makes it sound ominous you know <laughs> well like they just, you know, they did the typical Jehovah's Witness thing. They came up on your porch and started knocking on the door. Well, you know what? <laughs> and it should be noted before the story, not easy to get to Don V's house. Um, <laughs> you got to drive a little ways out there. So either they were local or they were very dedicated. <laughs> and if you think they about it, Jehovah's Witness. all the way from Utah. Bro, and Jehovah's Witness, if you think about it, they must 
be they must know they're basically like human maps they know everyone's address they know everyone's fucking they know where everyone's at they know the neighborhood probably the best out of any religion um, if they decided to like just go like com- completely evil we would all be fucked oh we would we be not, dead we would not yeah. be able to hide from we, them. we would not be talking right now <laughs> but uh moving on with the story uh that that was like my first actual encounter with him and i just kind of stared at him from out the window because i wasn't sure what to do but then uh you know next time second encounter i'm outside playing with my dog and then they pull up in their fucking dark van like down my dirt road like you know you've seen my Mm -hmm. uh and i turn around i'm wondering who it could possibly be because I wasn't expecting anyone. Then they, they step out the car. They're in these suits, kind of. Mm-hmm. And they have these pamphlets things. And they start coming up to talk to me. And they're like, oh, hey, we're Jehovah's Witnesses. Uh, we were wondering if we could give you these pamphlets. Do you follow any sort of like religion or anything? And I'm, and I'm like, uh, I can't talk right now. I'm getting ready to go to work. And like, oh, where do you work? And I was like, oh, McDonald's. And I, I, I didn't have a job at the time, so I just, like, lied to them to get them to go away from me. Mm-hmm. And so they were like, oh, well, we would like to come back and talk to you. What's your name? And I was like, uh, my name is Tommy. But, uh, yeah, that's fine if, if you want to come back and talk. I don't know why I said that. I was, like, scared. Well, when you're scared, you start saying, dude, you could, if you're scared... Dude, you might admit that you're gay, even though you're not gay. You yeah, know? You they could get say, you to say anything. You could say anything. <laughs> yeah, very dangerous position. <laughs> and so at that point, you know, they're like, "Okay, we'll get this asshole next time," and they move on to my grandpa's house again. And I think these are new people because they send like different people to my grandpa's house every mm-hmm. time because you, you know it always ends up in like a debate. And uh, they asked him what his name was. And he was like, oh, my name is Tommy. Oh, wow. <laughs> so they were like, oh, big coincidence. Huh? <laughs> big coincidence. But yeah, after that, you know. I think, it, I, think I just sort of. Sort of tossed it around an anthill with that one. Because now they're just all over the place down here. Well, you know what? Um, Kieran used to live right by you. Kieran's a buddy of ours, uh, and he used oh, yeah. to live just down the road. And he would talk about some religious people knocking on his door sometimes too. So chances are, once they failed at your place, they go straight over to his place, knock oh, away, sad. knock, knock, knock. You know? Um, did he know that they were Jehovah's Witnesses? I, I don't. I think he might have, but if he did, I didn't know and I didn't remember. Because Jehovah's Witness wasn't that big of an influence in my life at that time. Mm. Um, or at least not as big <laughs> of a reoccurring agent in my life, you know? Yeah. So I just thought that was interesting. Um, but yeah, seems like they're much more um, prevalent. That They might be a, a strong force in this upcoming bracket, I think. <laughs> yeah, I can only imagine... The yeah. uh, property damage that is going to occur in the bracket. The property damage, and they know, I mean, they they might have a database of all the religions of everyone and where they live because they knock and they ask. Um, they clearly have a lot of <laughs> manpower, you know? <laughs> a so, lot of manpower. Yeah, so it, it's going to be tough. It's going to be interesting to see. A little bit of pre-hype for you guys for the religious yeah, yeah, yeah. bracket. Um, the People Who Knock. That's a fucking horror movie. The People Who Knock, yeah. And maybe we that's what we could name the podcast. <laughs> well, uh, if they get far enough, that is. If they get far enough, we could name that um, <clears throat> in the bracket. But, um... So, yeah, th- there was that, and, um... I guess those French guys also told me about, they told me about a couple things, right? They told me about this celebration that they have called the Bulls Feria, I think it is. Um, and is that go- when they go out and murder bulls? 
Uh, no, but kind of close. It's when they go out and they let bulls out on the street. Um, oh, that's like the bull run thing. Well, it's similar, but what they do oh. is they have the bulls, they corral them inside all of these white horses. Um, and there's people riding the white horses, and they they send the horses out on the town streets, and they ride all around the town on these horses, and the bulls are inside of this pack of horses in the middle, so they're secluded. Okay. And it's the job of the people to try to fuck it up and try to get in there and get the bulls out of the corral. Why would you want that? Well, it's a tradition. <laughs> it's just, and they, they try to get the bulls out of the corral, they try to fuck it up, so then the people on the white horses have to corral them back in. Um, what kind of... Yeah, it's, it's chaos. It's very interesting, I thought. And what they do is you get a couple guys to help you. You hold down the bull, take a picture, and then they, they release it back out for the you people to try to crawl picture. back in. Uh, but the thing is, several people die each year. Oh, from, I'm sure. From the, from the bull attacks. You know, because these bulls, they don't know anything that's going on. As far as they know, they're just being transported and then ambushed by these these... <laughs> you know naked creatures so are they naked no no but we have we have no fur so just to the bulls we probably appear that way um and uh yeah just thinking the, about that just thinking about the deadliest game of rover red rover you can ever you would ever play yeah dude rover red rover <laughs> fucking death come over <laughs> and then yeah. you you yeah, next thing you know you're wrestling a bull um, and it does take several people to get them, but golly, man. Have you seen the, uh, or have you heard about that guy who was bull riding and he got like flipped in the air and landed with the horn getting shoved up his ass? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I heard about that guy and I heard he was not doing too well afterwards. Um, no way. Yeah. I don't know why. I mean, I, I get that it's tradition in some places, but you know, you, probably won't catch me messing around with a, a bull because a bull is just a wild very aggressive creature what about a mechanical bull uh mechanical bull i mean maybe but it's a little more maybe gay too <laughs> um and that's that, not that there's anything wrong with that but just that you're very anti-gay well, no, I'm not anti-gay. I just don't want to be. I just don't want to be gay. You know, I feel like my whole life people have wanted me to be gay, <laughs> and I just have to fight it a little bit because I just stand up for myself. You know, I'm not trying to like. I'm not trying to push anti-gay agenda. I just want to stand up for myself because dude, during high school, everyone wanted me to be gay. I feel like, or or at least or at least bisexual. You know, um, and this was just a thing like. People would always ask me, like, dude, are you sure you're not gay? You're sure not gay? You're are you not sure gay? you're not gay? And it probably didn't help that I wore, you know, during these events, sometimes that we have these award ceremonies, I, I was all suited up. So I was a little more like maybe, um, you know, <clears throat> maybe well-dressed. And sometimes I wore a vest. It's like, oh, he's wearing a vest, you know? Oh, oh shit. And the vest, that was probably a mistake, honestly. Should not be wearing those vests because it can get misconstrued <laughs> as many things but um i mean even one time i told my buddy michael burton that you michael know burton. as a joke i told him i would turn gay if i didn't like if a girl didn't take notice to me soon and he took I that should. he took that to heart and i think it's because his heart wanted it to be true in a, in a sense <laughs> um and not that he's gay or anything but you know i, I just want to put it out there i'm not against gays but i'm just you know, standing my ground. <laughs> no homophobe. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that I mean, dude. But yeah, just mechanical bulls in general. <laughs> <laughs> they give off a gay energy. Oh, they do. Just the whole pit in general. I mean, everyone's watching you ride, and and that's a very personal thing. You know, everyone's watching you ride this other male animal. Oh, and it's mechanical, right? So someone's controlling it, and someone... That dude can't be... It's like a giant right? dildo. Like yeah, a that, giant sex toy. Yeah, the dude who made that mechanical bull, the guy who's controlling it, he's... There's 100% gay. Or at least a deviant of sorts. Yeah, Probably yeah. into some strange activities. 
Um, yeah, I think that's safe to say. Yeah, so they also told me, I know I'm going off about these French guys, uh, but um, they also told me about um, French high school. <laughs> they told me about French high school. And in France, it's legal to drink at 18. So naturally, they Ideal. everyone drinks earlier, right? Because yeah. in the U.S., it's legal to drink 21, but college is the big thing. So basically, fr French high school parties are like college parties. And he showed me some pictures of these French parties in high school. And just it looked like like tons and tons of just bottles upon bottles upon bottles on the tables and like crazy happenings going on. What the on. hell, dude? And I just thought it was so bizarre. I thought it was so strange that it, it's such a shift, right? Like, How many parties did you go to? In high school, in high school zero. In high school, zero? no, did not go. I mean, I got invited to a party and during senior year because I was good friends with Bryce and he was kind of into that scene. Yeah, um, but I I did not go to any because I was more of that little little mellow yellow. You know, you didn't go. You didn't go to any like Christmas parties. Oh well, or like New Year's. Yeah, I mean, I I went to some. I went to one that was like an. It was a chemistry class party, but nothing crazy went on there. Um, so yeah, fucking chemistry nerds. Yeah, like nothing. Like I mean, definitely some crazy stuff happened in the high school, but um, no, nothing for me. I, I was pretty, pretty controlled, pretty reserved back then. Well, what I'm getting at is like uh, every party that I went to, which is only like three. Whenever people were drinking, I would drink. And I'd be like, "This, there's nothing special about this," and I, yeah. I didn't really enjoy it. Well, the thing is, let me, let me think here because for a lot of people, in at least in college, it kind of becomes a way to define yourself. And to if, define yourself. And if that's if that's something you use to identify yourself, then I think that's. I don't know, that's kind of tacky, right? It's like, oh, I'm I'm Bob, and I really like to party. It's like, okay, what <laughs> what the fuck, dude? So that's that's your defining. That's what you chose. That's your defining characteristic. And the thing is, that becomes a defining characteristic for a lot of people because nothing's really going on, and they're they're kind of just milling around. They're going to school in something they don't want to be going to school for, so they just party it up, you know? Um, yeah. And for a lot, it is pretty fun to do every now and then. But I think it's kind of like a weird escapism thing. Um, and so... It just sort of rubs me the, the wrong way. I, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with it, but it's just not for me, you know? I guess. Definitely not for me. But, uh, yeah, I mean, if, if you have the energy to go out there and do that kind of stuff... Excuse well, me. See, that's um, the thing. Like, at work... Uh, at the restaurant I work at, every now and then, like, like after a really busy night, when everyone just got their ass kicked, they'll go out and, like, you know, to a bar or something and hang out. And I just don't have the energy for that. Oh, dude, they, like, yeah. invited me out, and I'm just like, ah, no, no I'm, I'm going to go home. Well, I get very tired. And, um... Yeah, so for me, it's like more of I can't afford to do that like back to back weekends. Never, you know. No, no, no. no. And I, I, I can do a weekend like I've done a weekend where I just go hoop, you know, just go crazy. Um, but then I can't really do. I'm good for like a month if that happens. I'm like, I'm done. You know, I'm not trying to do that again. That's you know, for me, it's just not logical. <laughs> it's like, why would I put myself through that again? Um, but I'm also a notorious introvert too, so mm. uh, that definitely has something. Not to very do with notorious. Of oh, oh, infamous, infamous. <laughs> I, I would say. Um, but yeah, so I thought I thought that was so interesting how their their shifts are much younger to that to that um type of space, you know. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's all those French guys told me. They didn't tell me much else, or they told me a lot else, but 
nothing of worth to mention on the podcast, but I just thought mm-hmm. that was interesting. Well, I have something that I want to say, but I'm I think I'm gonna save it for uh for the music discussion podcast that we talked about. Oh yeah, we have that we have that coming up as an idea and we where we'll just That'll discuss... probably be the next one if we don't get Alex in time for the uh for the religion. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. But I do wanna I I, I just wanna clear the air right now. Uh, er, yesterday, maybe on Twitter, I woke up and I had this notification from JPR, or some people who liked something from JPR. I mean, no, I, I saw your reply to JPR's tweet. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Where he beat me in a Pokemon battle, one v one. He was using Reuniclus, and I was using Behem. I think that's how you say it. Yeah, yeah, Behem. And he... Alright, so... I just want to say right now, this was not the standard Behem set, okay? I had Iron Ball Behem. And if you guys don't know that Iron Ball is so you can be slower 100% of the time for that analytic boost. Well, the thing is, Um, uh, it doesn't Lagging Tail do that? Yeah, Lagging Tail does that. <laughs> Iron so I, Ball? Oh, fuck, Iron Ball. Iron Ball only halves your speed and makes you grounded. Yeah, so you I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why I was using Iron Ball, but I could have used Lagging Tail. But anyways... That well, Behem is pretty slow. You sh- What you should have done is, I think you should have ran an Assault Fest one. Um, max attack, negative speed nature, um, and then just absorbed those hits and then hit back real hard. Yeah. Either way, it was bullshit. And me and JPR are actually going to be having a money match. Well, you know, like a set for $5. A a formal competition. A duel. Um, Yes, a duel of sorts. And JPR, I mean, we ta- we just finished talking about him earlier in the podcast, but he's not to be trusted. He's very, uh, he's very clever when it comes to these things. So we'll see what happens. And he's certainly no amateur when it comes to Pokemon. Eh, he's okay. Well, he's, he's no- got like he's got like the he's got like uh. The Pokédex facts. He's not. He's not like a a battler per se. Yeah, I would say he's more into the lore, but um, he's picked but, uh, up a lot along the way. But anyways, yeah, that that's going down. I just want to let you guys know that well, me and JPR will probably talk about it whenever he's on. Sometime we have to set up a like a meeting or like a time to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. But, uh, yeah, I don't really have anything else. Well, I'll tell you what. I got my first paycheck. Um, oh, okay. I got, I got that I actually paycheck. do have something else. Yeah, okay, yeah. But it's related um, to yours, so go on. So I got that first paycheck, and you know... Oh, shit. Something's different. Things change after you get the first paycheck. Where you start you, to... You start to... You start to just look at things and and think about getting them. Whereas before, you're like, oh, fuck, I'm just trying to survive. I know. You know? I know exactly what you mean. You're like, I could get that. I could do this. I could do that. And so what I did yesterday, I made somewhat of an impulse buy. Um, and it wasn't really an impulse buy because I did need new headphones or new earbuds, I should say. Um, oh, fuck. I need I, because the ones I have is that the headphones current? you're talking about with the mic. No, oh yeah, yeah. Um, but these head so my old ones for a little context, the right and the left both work, but the left is much quieter than the right. So it's like basically I'm just getting one ear action. Oh no. Yeah, but it's still That's enough. Awful. It's still enough to where they're usable, but it's not enough. It's it's like it'll still bother That's, you a lot. I hate um, that. Yeah. I, I had these headphones, and I think it only happened because I accidentally dropped one of the headphones in water. 
mm-hmm. or like one of the earpieces. So yeah. now it's just like blasting in one ear the entire time. Yeah. Um, so I it ended gets, up... gives me a, he- a headache. Oh, it's awful. And you know what? Sometimes I'll switch it up. I'll make the right go into the left just so I get, <laughs> you know, no ear imbalances and I don't get hearing damage in one ear. So now I'm listening to all these songs when I have those broken headphones and I'm like, fuck, oh, dude, is it like... And some songs will do the thing where they go from right to left, you know? Oh, no. <laughs> and so I'm very confused all the time. It's like, fuck, is this a new song? Like, I haven't heard of it like this before. Um, so very bizarre experience. So I knew I had to get new ones. So I ended up buying some... I mean, it's not super Did you expensive. buy these online? No, I bought these, just went to Best Buy and bought some. I, th- I thought you had like a... A pair of like really good headphones that you got for Christmas or something. Oh no, I bought those during Black Friday, um, and those are the AKG K240s. I'm wearing those right now, but those are more for sit down at your desk and use. They're not portable. Um, oh, okay. But they're really nice. I really like the audio quality out of these, um, and I haven't changed any of the leveling or anything, um, but they sound great just out the box, and they're very comfortable. For me, and I have a big head with glasses, so finding a good comfortable pair big of over square ear, head. Oh yeah, big that big old Minecraft head. I got that Steve Dome. <laughs> um, but yeah, finding a pair of comfortable headphones can be a real challenge. Um, so these did, are great. Did you? Uh, so you didn't go to the store to buy headphones? No, just earbuds. Um, so okay. I did. I did buy some earbuds. They're like fifty bucks. Um, but they're Bluetooth, which I knew I wanted Bluetooth ones because I can go to the gym and not be fumbling around with wires, you know? Dude, you should have just got some AirPods. Well, AirPods, I think they only work with Apple phones, right? Uh, what, do they? And plus what, about, what about the Soldier Pods? Oh, dude, that's so I, dude, I would want them, some of the Soldier Pods, but I think he's, I think they shut his shit down. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, because I couldn't get the Soldier Pods, I just bought these regular earbuds. And um, it was the first impulse buy that I've really made in a while, which is why I wanted to bring it up. Um, and how do you yeah, feel about impulse buys, dude? Well, about you impulse buying, it kind of makes me unsettled a little bit. Well, you know, you're, not, you're, you're not usually the one to impulse buy. You're always... Uh, like I've seen you go without food just to save money, even though you had plenty of money to spend on the food. Well, yeah, I'm I'm very well. See, the thing is, while that's true, I really like music, right? And I really like podcasts, and it's a very big part of my life. So I knew that I couldn't go. Ver- I couldn't go much. I knew I was going to buy headphones, and whether they were going to be like. You know, $10 ones just from Walmart or more expensive ones was the only question for me. So I decided to go for the more expensive ones. Um, But yeah, so I felt kind of weird impulse buying them, but I haven't really had a regret. It's only been a day, but still. um, So yeah, I was just wondering like, dang, dude, am I like, I mean, you mentioned on the other podcast like mo money mo problems and i just didn't want to make it like you know <laughs> you're addicted I, to buying shit i didn't want to change you know i don't want to change and just buying these kind of fucked me up a little bit because i was like dang dude like, maybe i shouldn't have bought those but you know i, I like them i don't well, know okay so impulse buying for me and i think in general is an everyday struggle for everyone and it's up to their own willpower to fend off these demons <laughs> these demons that are trying to get them to buy shit because like i'll be walking around in walmart like whenever i go to cash my check uh i'll immediately go into like the clothing section or the video section mm-hmm. and just browse and the way i, I kind of stop myself from impulse buying is like I, I keep telling myself that I'm going to get it, but then, like, I try to think of something more that I need, but, like, I can't find it. So I just oh, keep okay. looking, basically, until I get bored, and then I leave. So basically, you're just cucking yourself? Yeah. Just in you your head? Just cuck yourself. 
I, I, I try to trick myself into thinking that there's no hope. Well, that's a good that's a good idea. I've never tried. Well, I have actually. I try that almost every day. I should say uh, <laughs> when I'm buying stuff, I'm just like, well, do I need this? No, not really. You know. Well, but- see, that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm what I'm saying is like, okay, for example, uh, I let's say I just cashed my check. I'm going back into the clothing section to look at pants. I see these this nice pair of pants that are like. But, uh, but then I'll think to myself, mm, but what if they have a pair in this color? And so oh, okay. I'll keep looking for like a pair that I like the best. Like, and I know I'm not going to find it. And so eventually I just get bored because like, well, I don't want to waste money on these pair of pants that aren't as good as this other pair. So then I'll leave. So you invent a new pair of pants for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and you're chasing that new pair of pants after seeing that pair of pants that you kind of want. Yes. I know it's a little unconventional. Well, it sounds like it sounds like um it's been working and it sounds very interesting. Well, no, it doesn't work all the time cuz sometimes after I leave from the from wherever I'll I'll like take notice of the Yu-Gi-Oh cards at the end near the door that's how they get you they put the shit that they know you want at the exit or like near the exit Mm -hmm. so very occasionally i'll I'll go by and i'll pick up a pack of Yu-Gi-Oh cards but i i try to stop myself by doing that and the thing is donby doesn't even fucking play (laughs) Yu-Gi-Oh. he just buys these cards because they look nice and they're collector's items really Um, yeah but still, (laughs) still it's like for a while, I think Mizuki and Mizuki was into Yu-Gi-Oh for a while. We're and... still into Yu-Gi-Oh, but I stopped playing competitively because of Mizuki cheating. Yeah, Mizuki basically. I mean, Yu-Gi-Oh is. I mean, no secret, pay to win, <laughs> right? So the moment you're, you're the moment your buddy gets a good deck, it's over. <laughs> it's like <laughs> you're done, you, or else you have to pay like a hundred dollars to get a better deck. But the thing is, that's true. Not always. So me and Alex. What we did is we made a bunch of we made two decks just from Mizuki's spare cards that he wasn't using, uh, and then we beat Mizuki's <laughs> beat Mizuki's ass <laughs> with his like actual deck with these fucking I had fucking Beaver Warrior in my deck, dude. Direct attack. Uh, <laughs> so hey, um, it is it isn't all about that, but I think now his his main deck or whatever is way better and i could never beat him with that shitty deck that i had but oh um, dude mizuki is like a he's like a a blue eyes master he's he's trying to be kaiba he's trying to be yuki he has all the blue eyes variations in his deck and whatnot it's really annoying well really it's kind of creepy if you think about it it's very aryan of him Aryan, <laughs> yeah, dude, very, very Aryan of him to, to be collecting. There's only those types of creatures, you know. It's like it's almost as if he thinks it's a superior dragon. Um, yeah. So it's a little would, strange. You would I, think, you know, Mizuki's sort of dark skinned You think he would be more into the red eyes black dragon. You'd think, you'd think, but that I mean, he, he I know he spends late nights watching some dark content on he's big, he's also a big fan of uh like Louder with Crowder and Alex Jones. Oh okay, interesting. So that that strange he's very crowd red too. Yeah, so so maybe there's something with that, but you never know. You never know what that guy. Okay. So uh I do wanna bring something up. Back in the day I know we I know we originally started talking about money, but back in the day, uh, you actually got banned from a Yu-Gi-Oh dueling website. Yeah, I, oh god, I remember that, and I'm still kind of mad about that. <laughs> um, so we we would all the thing is, so we would all go to, or at least there was a small community of people that would go to Yuki's house after school. Um, and this was back in elementary school and middle school. So we would go there, 
And I remember me, I it was me, Yuki, and sometimes this dude Jeremiah, and then Mizuki and Alex started joining later too. Um, but we what we would do is sometimes when when we would leave, we'd be like, okay, let's get on this website, Dueling Network. Dueling um, Network. Which I think the name changed, right? I have no idea. Um, but we used to go on this website, Dueling Network. It was basically Yu-Gi-Oh! Anarchy. No rules, just <laughs> self-enforced uh, <laughs> rules, and you just had to play. How do you get banned on an Anarchy server? I know, right? And so I, I kept trying to make these cool little decks, and we'd all battle with them. And I, I was making this sandwich-themed deck, I remember. I had all the sandwich cards in there. I had the hungry hamburger, you know. I had like raw. I had evil I don't tomato. Know. For some reason, like, uh, for like, whenever I, like every lunch class I had with you, you always brought a sandwich. I'm assuming that has something to do with your sandwich themed deck. It might have. It might have been subconscious. <laughs> um, but I used to always bring these. I I would try to you know have these sandwich cards in my deck and then one time i found this card called sandwich not sandwich <laughs> San sandwich and this was a combination of the cards sangan and witch of the black forest <laughs> <clears throat> and the thing is both of these cards are banned but the fusion is not bad the fusion is pretty shitty <laughs> but it's like both of those cards were banned at the time, and if they're sent to the graveyard, you get to search two things out, basically, because they're both searchers. So I was like, fuck, mm. well, let me put this in my shitty little deck. This is awesome. So right when I put them in, <laughs> I got banned out the game, and I wasn't even battling anyone. I had just gotten banned <laughs> straight up in the deck builder from the game, and I was like, Dude, what the fuck? Like, you know those people were, like, sitting in a room with like one of the walls is nothing but monitors and, yeah and like all, all dudes just building and like the the people in there are just like waiting for someone to add sangan and dark witch of the forest into the same deck oh it was and just you did it yeah it, it felt like i had discovered something that was just never before seen um, <laughs> and so i added them and i was banned and i tried to get my account back they wouldn't let me get it back uh <laughs> <laughs> and so ever since I've just been like fuck that fuck that website man but uh very traumatizing for me and I couldn't play with Yuki or any of them until I just ever made again a, well I'm, I I refused to because <laughs> I was banned <laughs> but later I just made a new account uh, and I was able to play that way but okay. still very to this day I don't understand why they would have banished me from <laughs> from that website they actually sent you to the shadow room oh yeah they did man and it was it was interesting but then uh i think later the thing that mizuki would always use this deck of just like these watt monsters that would just attack you directly and i thought that was the most at the time i just thought that was Annoying. like so mizuki i was like dang that this is like <laughs> the mizuki deck <laughs> it's like it's all these little and it, they weren't even powerful it's just like these little goons like that were 1200 attack just attacking you directly and i was like what the fuck yeah um but yeah i remember fondly about some of those times but ended on a sour note unfortunately hmm well uh we went we started off this little Yu-Gi-Oh rant by talking about paychecks mm-hmm. uh were you satisfied with your paycheck yeah or, i like, think so feel good mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh, it did because i didn't expect to get it so soon i got it two days uh, earlier than i thought i would get it so i was like oh dang Okay. You know, came just in time. Um, so, yeah, I was pretty happy. I, I was pretty happy because I've been worried recently just about getting by and trying to make sure I have what I need to survive, you know, and just to feel that relief. It's a good feeling. Hmm. Well, uh, you know how I said that, like, I think it was like a podcast or two ago where I said that I would be getting a raise. Oh, you said you'd be getting two raises. Well, I only can. Okay, yeah, 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 two raises. I forgot because they were like by different people. But yeah, two raises. And so then I would be at like, how much did I say? I think twelve bucks. No, eleven. Yeah. Eleven bucks. Twelve. Eleven or twelve. I think it's. 
Well, I was getting paid eight, so I got a raise to like ten, and then I got another raise to eleven. Okay. And I got my check on Wednesday, and I was I was only getting ten. So you, your second one didn't come in. I guess not. I'm furious. Well, they must have realized they made a mistake and just didn't tell you. They're um, like, fuck it. Just but can't ten, be right. but ten with tips isn't bad, honestly. It's not bad. I, I, it's just one of those things where uh, I guess the effort that I have to put in is more. Is it just feels like it's worth more than ten? Yeah, that's true because you're also working part time, but those part time hours are like insane at a restaurant, honestly. So that I don't is even very know if true. I'm working part time. I'm not working part time actually. Oh, dude, really? That's oh, dude, that's got to be insane then. Forty hours a week. Yeah. Uh, that's okay, tough. Wait a minute. Am I working part time? Let me see. Forty hours a week. Uh, I think on average I work maybe. Hmm, it could be forty hours a week, but I get my check bi-weekly, and yeah. I said that the hours I worked was like seventy-one. Oh, okay. some weeks I work more than the other. Yeah, I mean, so that's basically I would say almost full time. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I, I just didn't get paid much, and I was really disappointed. Yeah, I mean, still, if you got paid, so, 71 for 10 hours, 710, plus tips. Um, I made, like, 571. In tips? Uh, No, I made, like, 112 in tips. Okay. Oh, wait a minute. Actually, because it's, I get tipped out, like, every Monday. Mm-hmm. So, and I get like my check bi-weekly, so probably I made like 212 in tips. Okay. In so that's... Thing. Mm-hmm. It's not horrible. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, that's probably close to what I'll be, I think what I'll be being paid okay. next time. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I, I wouldn't be dissatisfied with that. It's really just... Honestly, for me, it's just all about if it's if it feels good, and if you're if you get to use that money on things that just make you feel better, you know, it's all about the feeling. Yeah, that's kind of like uh, like what impulse buying is. Yeah, just trying to chase that feeling, but then you just feel shitty afterwards when you impulse. <laughs> Yeah, man. Yeah, I would say that. I would say, I would say that's interesting. But uh, that's basically all I had lined up. I I had one other topic, but I'm deciding to save it for the religion podcast because it does fall a little bit more under religion than uh, just everyday happenings and go bouts. Um, okay. And my other topic, I'm saving for the music thing. Yeah. So in that case, I think it's a good place to stop. I mean, we definitely had some good, yeah. definitely had some good discussion and more questions raised. More questions about these cryptids. We, it's it's not going to happen soon, I don't think. But keep an eye out for some more cryptid content. Uh, yeah. Well, actually, it could be it could happen pretty soon because you're going to Florida next week. Oh, that's true. That's true. So I might have more to report. But I'm thinking yeah. I'm thinking a cryptid extravaganza with. Uh, JPR. Oh, shit. Uh, that could be good to organize if we can get him. I know he's a busy guy. I know he runs a, a pretty big operation that, over there. That fucker doesn't upload. Yeah, he uploads maybe once a month. Um, no, once every two weeks, I would say. But um, Once every two weeks. Let's take a look. I'd say on average it's like a three-week thing. Yeah, maybe. But uh, he, he does have some stuff going on, and I know he's working right now, so... We'll see what happens with JPR, but for now... We'll get him on. Yeah, we'll, we'll try to get him on, and we'll try to get Alex on. Those are our two yeah. priorities right now. And then, 
After that, as far as guests, maybe I'll try to get this French dude on and we could talk. Oh, shit, um, the French guy. Yeah, I, I don't know, probably not, but that could be a fun little experiment, I guess. All right. Um, but yeah, so that's it for me. That is also it for me. All right, guys, we'll, we'll see you later. We'll see you next time on The Fox and the Clown. Don V out. Yeah, Yoshi out. Have a good one. Have a damn good one.